Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Eh, good night. And if you're tired, grab your yourself- <laughs> With a capital G, ball in the beat, status Chris Paul or John Paul in the league. Grab a mic till the knuckles will bleed. Cause I believe the potent anecdote will have you geek like speed. If rationale is natural, I will weave. It's all edges and peace. Set and press me on a permanent speed. I'm in the world with my princess player. Ain't you feeling my beta? And my lower grows greater and greater. Do you know what I just realized, Safe? What's it's that? Been, it's been five years since the Tribe album dropped. Has it been five years? Five? Oh, yeah, Yo, because it came out when um, Chappelle did SNL, and that's when Trump got elected. Five years, bro. Wow, that's crazy. It's the equivalent. Let's just play the game. It's the equivalent to listening to Midnight Marauders in 98. Like, it's a generation ago. Wow, that's crazy. Five, damn, shit. This guy they really came a through lot of that. our real estate, man. I'm that album. Real estate. That album came through, man. It was so much better than I ever expected. Really? You liked it that much? I love it. I, I think it's a great just like throw it on. Let it kind of. Uh, it's a mo- it's a really nice mood album. Mm. And the mood is a chill mood. Got it. I just. For when they did it, how late it was. You know, it's like one of those sequels to a movie that comes out 30 years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, this is going to suck. And I don't know. I, I might argue it's, I would argue it's probably better than Love Movement. You know, it's funny. I just kind of went through Love Movement the other day and I, I remembered how much I didn't like it. It didn't, it still, it still didn't change for you. No, I thought, I thought it would like, actually. Oh. What's funny is, and I hate to say this. Go ahead. I went through Beats, Rhymes, and Life and didn't like it as much as I used to. Wait, Beats, Rhymes, and Life got worse and yeah. Love Movement's bad as ever? They were kind of this. I thought I thought I liked Beats, Rhymes, and Life way more. I remember you hating on both. No, Beats, Rhymes, and Life got, well, there's one song on there I love. Well, hold on. Let's I go through of, quickly. Let's just. All right. Well, here we are. Just give me, let's just go, let's come up with a new system we do. Yay or nay on each track. 
Yay or nay on phony rappers? Like, but yay or nay for what? You fuck with it or nah, man. If it's on, I like it. But when I listened to it, I was like, I, when I start comparing it to other songs, it doesn't hold up. It's not low in theory. What about this one? That's the one I love. You like this one? I love this song. Is that Dilla? Yeah. I mean, it's all of them together. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Uma. What about? This is uh, That's one of my favorite songs. From here to Sacramento. This year group was made for vintage freestyling. Feeling like I'm chilling on a Caribbean. Do you think Fife owned an Atlas? What'd he say? <laughs> Do you think Five Dog, rest in peace. Do you think Five Dog owned an Atlas? And he just sat around looking at it. He just always tried to find what's I need a place that rhymes with this. He uh, loves I see. think I think Fife really connected with places that he spent time in. I agree. Which is like you. You're like yeah, that. I am like that. Like right. you have a relationship with like he went to Sacramento for a couple shows, met some people. He thought the Sacramento Kings were cool. I I some I'm player on the run. Kings probably liked him, you know, fucked with his music, gave him tickets to a game. And it's like yo, front, the hang, the hang factor has definitely affected um, what I think about places I've gone. Because I like you go to some places in that place. That's that town is shitty. Yeah, but I had a great hang. I was hanging with some cool ass people. They took me to the spot. You know what I mean? Like that does affect how you talk about shit. It's such a great. It's such a great point, and I think you really understand it now more that you, now that you uh, have traveled so much now. Track four is the joint. Well, it's actually the jam. I think this is a lot of people's favorite song on here. You fuck with this one, right? It's okay. Okay, hold it. When it comes with the little guitar, the bam, 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 bam. The problem with this album is, if you want to be real, the singles are the weakest single combination they ever had prior. I wonder why they, what happened there? Like this was cool, but it wasn't special, truly special. This is the year that I'm coming and just never stay. My style is great, action peoples cannot dominate. My rhymes are harder than last night's erection. Don't blame it close. I have this mic up in your midsection. My shit is love, simply meaning that my joint is tight. Amping up the mic, making sure production's tight. Sometimes I might catch a severe case of writer's block. But by the end of the day, you'll be on my job. It's like I love, I love once again, but it's not. What do you think? That was a single? 
That was, a um, that was the first single. What do you think they were? What do you think made them pick that as a single? Like um, uh, obviously they had a feature. Who knows if they got the feature after they decided it was a what single? What was the feature? Tammy Lucas. Oh, that's Tammy Lucas. I thought that was I, Faith. No, that's that's that one, that's that's the other one. That's that's stressed out. Oh right, 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 right. Okay, so maybe they were going for rate, trying to get radio. But with that, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Um, Saif, I know we have a lot of random fun shit to talk about. Too much. It's a holiday special. That's right. Welcome to the holiday special, y'all. I thought, how could we have a holiday special be, you know, holiday random and, and be about bringing, you know, people together? So I thought, hold on. Wait for it. This isn't promising. Are we doing videos this week? Are we doing videos? Not if you ask Billy June. The guy never does any videos. Do you see this flyer? Monday, July 12th, the Beat Nuts and DJ Cypher Sounds. A Tramp. Big Dog Pit Bulls. Did you ever go to Tramps? No, but I I've wished. Man, Tramps was the spot. It was like SOBs before SOBs. I know. It was a, it sounded like a great time. There was always good shows there. Here's a receipt. Oh, wait. Hold on. Okay. Hello. Kester? Yes. Wow. Look at this treat for the holiday, for the Thanksgiving special. Cypher Sounds, have you ever met Michael K? I have not. Nice to meet you, Michael K. Nice to meet you over the uh, over the air. There he is. Two two guys from the Bronx. Oh, you from the Bronx? Bronx? No, right yeah. away we gotta ask. Right away we both ask. What part are you from? <laughs> um I'm... So my, my grandmother. Was Fordham and Jerome? That was home base. Then my mom moved around a lot, but I would say I spent a significant amount of time in the Pelham Parkway, Bronx Park East area. Okay, uh, you know Hunts Point, right? Yeah. All right. So if you just turn that corner on the um, Brooklyn Boulevard, there's Evergreen Avenue and Story Avenue. I was right there. So you're from the South Bronx. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, and by the way, Saif, you should know, Michael pulls that out as minimum three <laughs> times a week. But you know what? I don't have to pull it out. It is a badge of honor. Anybody who's going up to South Bronx, it's a different kind of vibe. Now, now right. Saif, t- tell uh, Michael about uh, some of the gangs your mom was affiliated with. They're probably around the same age. Maybe he remembers them. My mom was in a gang called the Savage Skulls. <laughs> oh, I know that. I remember the, I remember the jackets. Hey. Are you serious? Yeah. They are. Okay, so the Savage Skulls. All right, you ever saw the movie um, The Wanderers? Yes. Not, not, I know, no, I know you have. I'm talking to oh, Peter. No, have you ever no, seen no, The Wanderers? I've never seen The Wanderers. Okay, no. The Wanderers is like a bunch of games. I think, what in the, when was that movie? Like the 50s or the 60s? Uh, when it came out, it was probably no, no, the 70s. Yeah. No, when it, when it was portraying. 
Like I, I think it was like, yeah, probably the the sixties. I think. And it came yeah, out in nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, but it was about like, 60s, the 60s, yeah. like you know, and then it had all these gangs, the Fordham Baldies and the Wanderers. And stuff. So <laughs> yeah. the next generation of gangs was the one my mom was a part of. Like it's it stems from that whole section of the Bronx where there was like a lot of gangs. Yeah, it was. I remember it was the um, uh, Savage Skulls. And then a really tough gang was the Black Spades. That was that Black was Spades, really yep. tough as well. Oh yeah. yeah, yep. And you weren't Michael. You weren't a member of any of these gangs. No, I was not. And mom and dad wouldn't have allowed it. So yeah, it's unfortunate. If you ask your parents and they won't let you in the gang, you just can't do it. Um, <laughs> who's your fa- Who's your favorite Bronx representative, Mike? Oh, boy, that's the a good classic, question. The man. classic days. Cause me, I'm going Regis. I'm a Regis guy. Well, you know, I I, I guess I have to go with my uncle, Danny Aiello. That's a is good that your, one. Is that your uncle? Yeah. Is he from the Bronx? Yeah. Oh. My mom and my mom's family is from the Bronx. Yeah. Wait, so, uh, Michael, tell us regale Sife with uh, with Danny's story and like how you remember his story emerging because he wasn't famous. He was like a regular guy. And he, he has like a, a whole comedy club sort of upbringing, right? He was 40 years old. Um, he was the uh, head of the bu- Greyhound Bus Drivers Union. <laughs> and um, he wanted to call um, a wildcat strike, which he asked my dad if he should. And my father said, no, no, you shouldn't do it. The climate's really wrong. So he did it anyway, and he got fired the next day. So all of a sudden, at that time, he had three children and a wife, and he had no income. So he became a bouncer. Um, at different uh, different clubs, but mostly the improv. And then he would then he started introducing the acts, and never took an acting lesson. Just became an actor, and ended up being nominated for an Academy Award. He had a great career. Wow, he was bouncing at the improv in New York. Yeah, because that's the same story he as was... Idris Elba. He was really the doorman oh, really? at Caroline's. Yeah, he was the doorman at Caroline's. Nope. He got the call for the wire while working at Caroline's. Like he got the call back while he was working a shift at Caroline's. That's amazing. Wait, that's a wild story because yeah. I mean, God bless your uncle uh Danny. But from a <laughs> physical standpoint, you know, Idris Elba looks like a guy who you would have thought was always an actor or model or something. No, no, no. I think he was. And more of an actor than like try, he I was mean, trying. He like, it just wasn't happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't fall. In. I think he was trying, but he happened to work at a at that comedy club while he was trying to get auditions. I, I don't necessarily agree with that, though, Peter. Hmm. I'm incredibly good looking. I never became an actor. I mean, you come on. That's a, that is a good. That's a very good. Yeah, man. but you're on. But you're on TV though. So. That is true. You are on TV. Yeah, I'm acting like a sportscaster. <laughs> exactly. Now, yeah. um, uh. Sife, do you remember when Idris used to be like, I don't want to, this is a nasty word to use. I'm saying it affectionately. But do you remember, he used to be like borderline a Hot 97 DJ groupie. He was like such a fan of DJs. Oh, he still is. He still is 100%. That's why I love the guy. He's still, he's in it. He's a real music. Yeah. Real record collector, real DJ fan. Still DJs. He call. he always has real DJs around him. He's in it. Um, now, Michael, did you do anything uh, interesting this weekend in preparing for uh, Thanksgiving? 
preparing for it, uh, I continue to lose weight so I can eat a lot on Thursday. By the way, talk to Saif about this. Saif, Michael is losing weight in a way. I believe he has a severe illness and will be dead soon. (laughs) I've never seen someone drop weight like this. How you doing it, bro? Yeah, what are you doing? Uh, I'm drinking um, um, a protein shake in the morning, protein shake at night, um, and then pretty much just eating protein-based foods, you know, steak or whatever, chicken uh, for dinner, uh, a little broccoli, and uh, then I work out twice a day. Work out twice a twice day. Twice a day. And how much are you down over how long? There's no trick to it. You're just doing it the right way. Listen, I I love tricks. I was actually watching the History of Late Night, that that show that was on CNN. It's on HBO Max now. And David Letterman had a joke. He said, yeah, I I love the the places that go, you know, you can lose weight um, without diet or exercise. And he looks into the camera and goes, well, that would lead disease. So if, if, if you really, if you want to lose weight, you have to, you have to burn more calories than you take in. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. Although jinx me, son, because I was down to like two seventeen, and then he started going nuts. So you can't, that's too much. So now I've, I've like seven, like two twenty-one, two twenty-two, 222 and I'm angry at Peter. But yeah. you're, but Mike, keep in mind, he's Michael's like six, five, two twenty-two. People always just add a different number. He called me sixty-one last year, last week on the air. Now I'm six-five. I'm only six-four, and I'm only sixty. Now, now, by the way, this is a good thing to ask you about too. That I think Saif will appreciate. Um, considering, yeah, your diet trick isn't really a trick. You're eating no food and working out seven hours a day. But you're you told me something that's interesting. That sixty of all the birthdays. 60 really hit, you said. It hit different than anything else. It hit different, yes. It, it, it's terrible. It's terrible. I, you know, I, and, and before that, 50 was awful. Um, the last one I was not concerned about was 35, but 36 hit really weird um, because 35, you could still feel like you're young. Then every every like uh, milestone one hits, but there's nothing like 60. I'm sure you know if, if I'm lucky enough to reach 70, I'll feel lousy about that. You know, 60 is like an old person. I don't feel like that. I just feel like I'm still in my mind 12. So 60, you know, you, know, you can actually sounds, see the finish line. 60 sounds rough. 60 does sound oh, rough. Awful. But, I, I really, awful. but I really do think it, while you're right, and when you said it, I thought about it a lot. When I thought about it more, I realized I'm like, yeah, but think about it. You're going to hit 70, God willing. And at 70, you're going to be like, yo, 60 is a different kind of old than 70. Because 60, they're like, for example, in your field as a broadcaster, 60 is still prime career time. It's not the end. 60 is still, you're totally in the midst of it. As evidenced by, you know, Al Michaels is doing uh, Sunday Night Football, what, he's 77, 78 years old. So 60 is not even near the finish line. 70 is old. And the one that I really like now to think about, is 80 there there's there's just no games to be played with 80 you are full on you could you are a ticking time bomb at 80 but at, at but, 60 is still relatively young yeah but see I, I think of it this way like it, i'll be watching tv and then you see somebody 76 you go wow that's old and then you go that's just 16 years from now you, know, you just do all this math and with young kids you do all the math as well so i always like look at callie and she's she's eight so when she's 18, I'll be 70, and that'll just be brutal. 
And then I, I do the math on Charlie. He's seven. So when he graduates from college, he'll be, that'll be 22. So I'll be 75. Yeah, that good times. But so I'll tell you, I, I know this set. Saif, what do you think? I really think that for someone who's done well and takes care of themselves, 75 is nothing like it used to be. Not like it used to be, but I know exactly what he's saying about because I got kids too older. I have my kids older, and uh, I'm going to be like, yeah, like I'm going to be the old dad. You know what I mean? But I don't feel old. I don't look young. I don't live old. You know what I mean? Like, but Saif, look on the bright side. As much as you think of yourself as the old dad, Michael's older. Yeah. Yeah, so you've got, thanks. So you've got that. Going. <laughs> hey, listen, well, I, I feel the pr- I still don't have kids. So I, I think, believe me, I do nothing but crunch numbers. All I do is, well, if I have a kid, I'm 42. If I could have a kid by 44 and when they graduate, I'll be 62 from high. I, all I do is the math. So I get it. Well, you're pushing K territory because I started that, that thought process like at your age. And, you know, all the planning, all the, and then all of a sudden you're 50 when you have one and then forget it. Then it's over. Wait, so the, you know? wait, Callie came when you were 51. Let's see. I'm sick. Yeah. Callie's going to be nine in January. So yeah. So 52. I was 50, maybe 52, 52. And Charlie was 54. All right. So I still have a few years to get ahead of you here, but no, oh, I always love, I always love when people want to make you feel better. They go, you know what? Tony Randall was like 72 when he had a kid. I go, yeah, he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Randall. Listen, anyone who pulls the out who, the guy who abandoned his seven-year-old because he was old as shit and died. Yeah, he's fucked yeah. up, man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's not always man. the standard. I guess. What? Uh, okay. What's the uh, what's the Thanksgiving plan you have over there in K Town? Is it just going to be the four of you? Is your sister coming over? Uh, we're going to my sister's house, and we have not had dinner indoors anywhere in two years. So we, Jody, because she she's a planner. Um, she has bought. Um, let's see, there's, there's five in my sister's house, and then uh, five here. Um, and we're going to. Um, she bought uh, ten rapid tests, <laughs> so nobody goes into the house unless they've tested for COVID. So now, how closer? Don't your kids have the first shot already? Yes, but they don't get the second one until like next, uh, like Monday. So because of the no full and vaccination, I, got the, I, got, I finally got the booster booster on Saturday. But yeah, Michael's a great case in the booster, by the way. It's my Michael's my favorite kind of booster. He literally talks to a doctor. Doctors are going, hey, listen, we, we checked you out. You're fine. You're protected. You're good. He's like, give me the booster. <laughs> you now have but too, I did, too many I antibodies. Did, I, I stopped. Uh, I, I had an appointment like two weeks ago and then. I did take a test to see, you know, the spike proteins, which is the key. It's like more than antibodies. And I said, well, you, you know, you can't even measure it so high. And then I just keep seeing all these. You've got to get the, you know, Fauci. You got to get the booster. If you're, over six months, you got to get the. Nobody talks about this stuff. It, it, I, in in my life, which is sixty years now, Peter. I don't know if you know that. Um, in, my, in my life, I've never seen messaging worse than this about this. It's just the, it's the worst on both sides. Well, I saw a friend yesterday in the wrestling business who's in great shape. He's a professional athlete. He's he's uh almost fifty though. Um, he's he's up there, and uh, he was vaccinated. And a few weeks ago, he was tested and he got a negative test because he tests all the time. And then later that day, started feeling the shivers, 
and and then he was completely laid on his ass for two and a half days with COVID. And to your point, he was probably vaccinated around six months ago. Um, but yeah, I get it. He was like, he was sort of at his wits end about the vaccine at this point too now. Cause he's like, I can't believe that, that I got not, he was like, I thought you were supposed to not get that sick. He was like, I was fucking sick. I was really sick. Well, he might've been dead if he didn't have a vaccine. But that's what you have to tell him. That's what you have to, that's what, at least that's what you have to say to yourself to justify it. I, I've my been, niece, uh, my, my niece is, uh, you know, double vaccinated and it was only like, uh, four months. And she got a breakthrough case, and she she was knocked out for ten days. She, and she still doesn't have taste and smell. What? Yeah. <sighs> Double vax visor, and she she was like hundred and two temperature, coughing, and you know, she kept doing her oxygen and stuff like that. Saif, how sick? Saif, how sick did you get? I had, when I first got it. Yeah, but well, you only I had, had it once, right? Yeah, I had it once in like April of. You know, when it first came out, you know, when it dropped, I caught it early. Early. You're always early. On I had like uh, a fever for a day and a half. And then I was like weak for like three days. Like, but remember, this is April where we had no idea what it even was. Like, right. Like we were, we were like, like, that's when we were in our house of uh, wood, you know, barricading the door shut. Thinking right. that the, the, the Russians were coming, but in the form of a virus. So you, like, so you were pretty sick, but you kept your smell and all that stuff after. Yeah, like I never you would... lost taste of smell. I felt worse. I got way sicker on the second shot of the of the vaccine, but it was literally like I mean, exactly twelve hours, and then gone. Yeah, and then like gone, and I was like, I'm gonna be sick for days, and it was gone. I was like, this is weird. This is like man made. I think the hardest thing about this whole one of the hardest things is it seems that people's reactions are so arbitrary. Like like I when, when I got antibodies after I went to that ESPN party uh, at the very beginning and I, I felt a little sick. Turned out I had antibodies. I had it. <clears throat> it was nothing. I was sick for a few hours, felt nothing. And then I have probably been out and about more than almost anyone I know realistically I mean not more not more than you Saif but I mean more no than way. people I know, not more than people like like people like Michael for example yeah. I've been out a thousand times more you know I, I've traveled yeah. I've been to events and it seems wait like, a second I was at Yankee Stadium 150 times that's going out true true but did you see anyone when you went up to your booth by yourself yeah I'd walk through fans all the time Oh, well, you know what? Fine. I take it back. I wasn't that much. I, Michael's close. But I had a mask on all the time. Right. And I've had I've, I've I generally do, too. But I've been in arenas. No mask. I did it yesterday. I've done it. I've done in arena. No mask multiple times. I went to a party in the summer that turned out to be a, a den of Delta variant. And I had no mask <laughs> inside. Um, <laughs> nothing happened. So I, what I'm saying is it just seems like there's a certain level of arbitrary too. like I probably was exposed to it again, even like it just I mean, seems random. Listen, I was around, you know, the famous story of when Dave Chappelle got it in Austin and then his whole crew, like they just started falling like dominoes. We took over the whole 11th and 12th floor of a hotel and like I just still didn't get it that time. And every single person got it. They made me stay in the hotel for four days test every day and if i didn't have it they sent me home and i never got it 
See, it's just it's just so random. So I, I understand why you're doing the testing thing. Uh, Ebro said uh, he's testing his he's testing people before his Thanksgiving too. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I mean, uh, the tests are expensive. I'll tell you that. But you know, but what is it twenty four twenty four dollars for two or something? Yeah, I think so. Because you know me, I test myself every hour. It's like I weigh myself every hour. <laughs> now, how much do you generally? Don't you hate? Don't you hate when you weigh yourself? Like here, here's I I do I don't eat in the morning, so sometimes I'll weigh myself in the morning, but I'm not going to eat till one o'clock, and then I weigh myself again four hours later, and I've I I'm the same or down point two. I find that very uh, frustrating. Well, I mean I I'll weigh myself like after I drink a protein shake. I'll weigh myself after a bathroom visit. I, I mean I just I know the the vagaries of how it goes up and down. It's, I weigh myself. I really enjoy myself in the morning when I work out. Cause then you're, you're lowest. Oh yeah. You mean, you mean an empty stomach workout? Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, that's fantastic. Well, listen, Michael, this has been wonderful. Uh, you you sound tremendous. And I just wanted to introduce you to Sife and have you have, celebrate the holiday with you. Real, so thank real you. Quick, real quick before you leave, Michael, how does Rosenberg drive you crazy as much as he drives me crazy? Or is he, there's little, there's little things about him. There's little things about him that really, really bother people. And I, I, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but like we have a, we have a, a call. Oh God! Like don't ten minutes Sife before this. we go on the air, Sife. Uh-huh. Uh We do Facetime just right. to go. You know, what are we going to lead with? Whatever. And yeah, invariably, yeah. invariably, he shows up four minutes before everybody. After everybody else, it's like. Our time doesn't mean anything. And then yeah. everybody's face we get to look at, and we look at you know Rosenberg's ceiling. It's just that stuff like that. Okay, here's the deal, Mike. When we first started Hot 97, they didn't give us the morning show right away because they had a syndicated show. So we had they gave us what they called like the pre-morning show. And uh, it was four to six, right? I think so. Was it four to six or Five to seven. I think it was both. I feel like no. Yeah, I think seven. on the air was five to seven. I think it was five to seven. Okay, five to seven. He's showing up five thirty, five forty. Then we get the official morning show, and it's six to ten. So I tell him, change nothing. <laughs> then you'll get here on time. <laughs> like, do, don't change nothing with your life, and you will get here five thirty, five forty, <laughs> and it'll be perfect. But he changed. Uh, well, he I changed. changed right away, first day. First I, day. I, it's, it's. I, listen, I, I'm still, I'm still working. You know, God is See, not. I'll tell, Saif, no. I'll tell you what, Saif, he's lucky. Now everybody thinks like I'm the boss because my name's on the show. If yeah. I was the boss, he'd be suspended for being late. He would. He just would. I mean, because that's the that's one thing the that kills me is people being late. That's the same exact thing with me. They gave me what they call lead Mike, and all of a sudden. I didn't want to be the boss of a morning crew. I wanted to just crack jokes. All of a sudden, I'm in charge of Rosenberg, K Fox, some producer. It sucked. Uh, well, the other day, Michael, I went to this wedding, and uh, the bartender at the wedding, I, I go up to get a drink, and he goes, Hey, don't you work for Michael K? I went, Oh, no. <laughs> he said, No, I don't. I yeah, work with Michael K. No, no, no. <laughs> Michael, happy Thanksgiving. Same to you guys. Sif, nice to meet you. Man, great to meet you, man. I'll see you about five minutes after the FaceTime starts. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I want to be I hear the Bronx. Person. I like that guy.
Now, who is this guy, Michael K? He's beloved. He's pretty beloved. Yeah. He's also hated on, though, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. He gets like he gets a mix of like a lot of love because he's the voice of the Yankees. Right. And then like there are Yankees fans who don't think he's enough of a homer. Homer? Yeah, like when he calls the games, right? Yeah. He has a catchphrase, see ya, when home runs are hit. Uh-huh. Right? But he does it for everyone. So if the opposing team hits a home run, he uh. might not scream it excited, but he's still going to go, Mookie Betts, it's back. See ya, home run for Mookie right. Betts. And the Dodgers are on the board. Right. And they're like, no, that's like, why are you? Why are you celebrating the Dodgers? And he's right. like, well. But then at the same time, then there's some people who think he's too much of a homer. So basically, you can't win. No, you can't win at all. Here, let's. Uh, here, I'll give you. Um, let me see if this will look come at on. my screen. Wait, hold on. Sife just pulled out a blockbuster card. That's right. All right, here we go. Listen up. And the three-two. Grounded through for a base hit. He's one away. Two thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine hits for Derek Jeter. Trying to become the first Yankee to ever get 3,000. The 3 2. That one's drilled deep to left field. Going back, Joyce. Looking up. See ya. 3,000. History with an exclamation point. Oh, what a way good. to join the 3,000 hit club. Derek Jeter has done it in grand style. There you have it. He sounds good. He knows what he's doing. As oh, he would whoa. say, as he would say, they don't give these jobs to chimps. Yeah. So uh shouts to Michael K. That was fun. Um I gotta figure out what I'm doing with the show tomorrow. Oh it's tomorrow, yeah. What are you gonna do? Oh, I just so I, okay, here we go. Yo, the the yo, all due respect, fuck Live Nation, man. What is that? They're just being impossible. They got on the phone with me and acted like they wanted. Oh, Sipes holding up a uh, another flyer. Bring it closer. The Bounce Master Duop mm-hmm. is at the tunnel, August fourth. Where's you? Where are you? Um, those flyers are hard, man. At this time, I wasn't on the Flyers. I wasn't on the Flyers yet. Sorry, go ahead. Live Nation. I This dude just acted so different on our call. On our call, it was all, oh, Peter, I'm such a fan of your work. I want to find a way to make this work, blah, blah, blah. Now it's on some, it didn't move any tickets over the weekend. We're not going to get to the number. We're fucking calling. You know what I think? I think y'all are fucking stupid for putting oh. up the money for the show that, oh. That, oh. that in the end didn't sell. Then To me, this sounds like a you problem. As far as I'm <laughs> concerned, this sounds like a you problem. Y'all in, put up the money for the show. Uh-huh. Knowing what the lineup was and the market and the fucking um and the vaccination situation. 
Y'all all knew that. Why are you now going, oh, now we have to pull it? I, I mean, listen, it's fine. It's all good. I just feel bad. I have to cancel on people who I've already canceled on for Summer Jam because of the fucking rainstorm. Mm. Yeah. Now, yeah, man, it's it's tough. This this nobody get nobody understands this part of the game man this part of the game is is the part that people don't get they see the glamour the lights the shows but when you put your name on something and it doesn't work out and you gotta fucking make the call it's the worst and and now i came up with an idea that actually maybe you oh no you're working what time you work until on wednesday midnight Ooh. okay okay What what do you got Yo, you want to come hang with me? How about this? This is the idea. This is the idea I came up with to make up for the show. Okay. Okay. Tell me what you Uh think. Because as Uh of right now, it's going to be canceled. Damn. A special real late on the radio Wednesday night at midnight with all the artists from the show coming up to 25th Street, freestyling, hanging, playing their music, and having like a session on the radio. I can do that. You want to come through? I'd go to that. 25th Street? 25th Street. Why not? I could do that. You want to get on the box? A little one out? Yeah, I thought, uh. I know you have a family. No, it's not, fuck the family. It's uh, Red and Meth are over at Flex's joint. I was going to maybe stop by there. Well, but... That's going to be before that. I should get Red and Meth to come through after. Ooh, now you're talking. Mm. You think it's going to be approved by your your corporate entity? Yeah, shout out to TT, man. TT is our music director. She's so fucking cool. Um, She she said she tried to get it done for me. I wanted... (laughs) Yo, Billy June. Billy June, you just sent me a DM. I mean, a, a text message. Billy June said, I still think you can find a new location and just relocate it. Billy June, it'll be the same problem. There's no tickets. And you think the people who are Smaller cap room. Okay, but Billy June, the people who already bought tickets are going to buy more tickets while awaiting their refund for the old tickets? Yeah. You think? I would. I like the idea. Day before is rough. And well, how like small idea, cap though. room could you go to? Go to the stand. We packed that out with One Up is live. The stand for a hip hop show. The sound system sucks, and there's not a lot of room. <laughs> well, I like the knitting factory in Brooklyn. It's a good room. Knitting factory is where you, you should have did, it, did it anyway in the begin from the beginning. Yikes. Facts. Or like a Rockwood Music Hall or a Mercury Lounge. It's, there's no way to do this the day of, Billy, the day before. It's, you never know. Oh, right. That's right. You know, I, I've only been in this business for maybe 20 years, something like that. 25 years. Yeah, Cypher. Listen to Billy. Oh, you never know. You never know. Hey, I helped with the, the touring shit. In the agency, so, so and I you would do have it to then, do really? last minute shit. So you do it. I'll try. You do it, Billy June. Tell us right now, if you had your choice, what would you do at this event? What? 
If you had your choice, what would you what if you were to take over, what would you do right now? I wouldn't say (laughs) (laughs) Got him. That was fucked up. I'm giving you props. That was funny. That's <laughs> a good trick. It's it's such a good trick. Um, no, I, I, I believe you. Know, I actually don't think it's a terrible thought. But to, but here's my question, Sife. What would be the better thing to do? You think for the people involved, S- trying to squeeze another small show, or giving them the live that live radio feel on the night before Thanksgiving. Oh no, you're you're talking about money, right? Don't these artists get paid? Yeah. Well, that's bye-bye. But if we went to a smaller room, what's the money going to be? So you're saying maybe not Styles, but you're all these other cats that just Styles ain't going to show up, I'm yeah, guessing. I'll invite him. I'll invite him. I would love for him to come through. But I'm saying if it was supposed like to we're be... Ha- we're just having a Zoom meeting on our podcast. Yeah, like, this is a Zoom meeting. Well, <laughs> like, okay. What is, the, what is the entertainment value of this episode? Somebody, well, just cutting off... I cut off Billy June. I like that somebody's listening to this, and right when they're feeling it, I just said it out loud, and they're like, yeah, this is horrible. We're just eavesdropping. Yeah, what are they? Pre-production Zoom meeting. <laughs> what the fuck are these guys doing? It's a great Sife, it's a great point. <laughs> Why would anyone but here's the crazy shit? People listen to it. And I'm saying, why are you listening to us complain about how our shows are flops? <laughs> can I tell you what I don't understand about one up the most? Okay. The people showed up, they came out to our, our show, small, but they came out, right? It's pretty good. 100 people in New York came out to our little show. We're building it up. 550 people, um, you know, uh, pay for Patreon every week. I'm so grateful. And then you you meet people on the street who go, yo, y'all, y'all should bring back Juan Nap. That I can't. I can't. And you don't even and you don't even understand that. Number I one. Can't, I can't, bro. Like, I mean, I guess I guess. I guess if you don't follow us, then how would you even know? And then, and then on top of that, right? You go to a post. This is the one that really I think is nuts. <laughs> you go to our our Instagram, and we post the episode thing, and you think it would be some sort of conversation about the show with all these people listening. Last week's post has four comments, and I'm one of them. <laughs> then. No, no, no. No, no, wait, hold on. The somebody goes, y'all should bring Juan Epp back, right? And we go, yeah, it's back. We actually do it for the, the last however long, blah blah blah. And it's not like they go coming up oh, on a year. Shit. We didn't pass already. They don't go, oh shit, word, that's great. Yo, where is it? How do I find it right now? And they pull out their phone and they go to Apple Podcast and they go, where is it? Where? And I'm like, no, it's Juan Epp is life. And they're okay. looking, they're Got searching. It. They, you, we go, no, it's back. You should listen to it. And they go. Oh, I, I, yo, I, that is such facts <laughs> that you just said. 
Like they don't fucking get all excited and jump on their phone to find it. I don't. And by the way, you have to understand, it's not that we think anyone owes us that. It's just that I don't understand it. That's all. Yo, th- yesterday, uh, I'm backstage at Barclays Center for WWE, and a guy who, uh, an executive uh, sort of guy for the company stops me and goes, oh, Peter, I want you to meet so-and-so. This is so-and-so, very important person at WWE who has a very big job. And he's like, I want you to meet Peter Rosenberg. He does this, 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 and this, and this. And the guy's child is there. When I say child, I mean 20-something, right? And is there with their partner. So it's like 220. And they go, we love Hot 97. But they didn't know me. (laughs) They didn't say, oh, Rosenberg, (laughs) maybe, you know, I'm like the third longest running voice maybe ever on the station. They weren't like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. They're just like, love Hot 97. Nice to meet you, pal. And I'm like, but do you love it? Why even say the word? People, you know what it is? People throw the word love around loose. I think I've told you this before. I never say I'm a, a huge. I'm a fan. huge fan. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I say I like your work. I'm a huge fan. You're um, you're in um, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge fan, though. Huge fan. I just don't remember what it is you do for a living, actually, sir. <laughs> so, Saif, I see you're doing some uh, organization over there. Yeah. Well, I got some fire here. Ooh, a do-or-die sticker? Yeah, it's huge. Wait, here's a good one. You want a sticker? What you got? I got this one. Oh, you know what's funny? It's backwards. So when I show it to you on the screen, is it backwards to you? Yep. Wow, Matt Science's sticker? Large Pro? Honestly, for real, can we talk for a second? Yeah. Where are the shirts, bruv? Oh, the shirts are already up in the attic, on my new Florida attic, my newly Florida attic. Sife, Sife. Ooh, I ha- yo, you have the sticker for Shabazz, the Disciple, Crime Saga, the second single that no one remembers but me and you? You probably don't I, remember. I don't even remember it. I just had the sticker. <laughs> I remember Crime Saga because I was so excited thinking it would be as good as Death Be the Penalty. Guess what? It wasn't. That it was, was cool. Close. It wasn't. No, ooh, it wasn't. ooh, ooh. What? Ooh. What is that? That's a who, who wants, wants to be, to be a millionaire? millionaire play- Here's what I two. Yo, We're you know, so we, do, we do a lot of criticizing of me on the show. Mm-hmm. A lot of criticism. Oh, Rosenberg's this. You know what I? You know what I hate about you? Talk about it, man. This is what we hate. When you when you when you do a post showing cool shit, you then throw in. The cr- something that should have been thrown in the garbage 20 years ago. Why would I throw out? You know I love Regis. I know, but the other day, Sife's going, yo, check this out, check this out. And he's showing things that are kind of cool hip-hop. Then he's like, what about all these old phones I have? <laughs> oh, fuck. Not even cell phones. Not yeah. cell phones in there. Crime saga. 
The names was changed to protect the guilty. Yeah, Shorty was used to being jiggy, but then he fell off and did a bit for smacking his kid up in the city. Sitting pretty, pimping It's not bad. It's just not W. Pound. Pulled over one night and this man stashed cracks on him. See, he was holding and this man started flipping on him. His mom was holding his claw, put a whipping on him. Shorty was standing respected. Yo, Scythe, can I ask you a question? That Flex used to play. I mean, um, DJ Riz used to play that. Yo, can I ask you a question? Yeah, please. Why have we not had Shabazz on the show? Because, I'll, I'll wait for it, because we're idiotic losers. Yo, this cut killer hip-hop summer 96 mixtape is the only version of this that comes up. Usaif showing a flyer with him looking like a douche. I embellish mentally, I nourish. Resuscitate a mind state that has purpose. We shall inherit his blood and require back to earth. We rise out of spiritual darkness. 10,000 year curse. The lost disciples. A business card from Cypher. What is it again? Wicked wilderness. I hear the sounds of the trumpets blowing across the heavens. It's calm, prepared for the storm of the seventh. Shabazz, the disciple, the holy, exalter. Will those sacrificing babies on the altar? I hear the cries of innocent black babies who were aborted and unmercifully slaughtered. Yo, he's very, he's very right wing. Yo, what? It's you see the do you see the full fucking circle of hood dudes? And Trump supporters being anti-vaxxers? Of course I do. The fucking, the, the, the right wing shit is circled all the way around now. It's fucking absolutely crazy. This is what they agreed. This is how they came together. SNL did a skit this week. It wasn't funny, like ha-ha funny. But it was very smart. Uh, it was a game show. Uh, are, are you a Republican? And someone gets up and says what they're for, and then the people have to you have to guess whether they're Republican or not. <laughs> yeah. And Billy June, you Billy June, pull that up real quick. See what you can do. You could share it. Um, and it's to your point, you can't keep track of the fucking gymnastics and contorting people do to make their views fit into a this yeah. their political box. Yeah, man. It's nuts. Yo, I saw clips of proud boys next to people with African flags at the fucking anti-vax rally. <laughs> you know what they all come together for, in my opinion? <laughs> And by the way, you guys know I've been open. I'm, I'm not. I don't hate people who are not won't get the vaccine. But I'm being honest, though. They're all coming together in the righteous name of selfishness. <laughs> we all agree that we don't want to do shit that anyone wants us to do. I'm going for fucking dolo, and we come together. I mean, there's got to be. There's got to be. Like, I want to find. This is what we should do with one app. Hey, guys. The three of you that are still listening. Let the meeting continue. I want to find, remember um, the early Howard Stern days or even before that, were were you aware of the show? um, What was that show that was on Channel 9 in New York City before Howard Stern? He used Mm. to be like shock jockish. 
Do you remember that Billy June? It's like a New. It was like a New York local show. And I, I, I remember shows like that that would be on like cable access or local it, TV. It was, yeah, it wasn't cable access, but it was Channel Nine. It was like a like when Channel Nine was a local channel, like Channel Eleven, Channel Nine, and Channel Five were local. Okay. Can you bring Billy June real quick? Not too uh, long. If you, he if might I'm be honest. too young though. Billy June, you remember that guy? I right, fucking whatever. I don't remember, and I'm looking. Okay, look up a show. It was before. Remember how it was the point of the show? Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. You're not bring on like black, like like Nation of Islam guys and Ku Klux Klan guys, and have them like arguing their points. But it was very like, um, uh, you know, shock jockish. Right, right. It wasn't like trying to. They weren't accomplishing anything. No, but it was just fucking yelling and wild shit. It was like uh, Jerry Springer, but even more before Jerry Springer had like regulations and shit. This guy was like wilding. Anyway, I always want to know: Are there are there KKK guys who also like hip hop? You know what I mean? Sure. Or is, there like a, is there a doctor somewhere who is in the clan, but he's a doctor, but like he knows he's like I'm getting the vaccine, even though my political standpoint is to be against it because I yeah. agree with every other Geraldo. No, before Geraldo. No, for Geraldo. I can't believe he just came in there. like he had something with Geraldo. <laughs> no, Geraldo did have a show like that. Well, no, no, he, he was local and he is from here. Yeah, but like I want to talk to those guys. And I think Geraldo's a Puerto Rican Jew. He is a Puerto Rican Jew. I want to talk to those guys. I want to talk to like Proud Boys who are also like very COVID conscious. And I want to talk to somebody should like I, KKK. Should I, should I tweet right now? Are you a proud boy and <laughs> want the vaccine? We want to talk to you. Like, because like they always show the extreme, but there has to be like, there has there. There's no way there's not young KKK guys that love hip hop. You know well, I mean? there's definitely. I don't know about KKK, but definitely MAGA proud boy. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm, I'm talking about like KKK. Oh, like, you want full sheet? Yeah, that's like oh, I kind of like I like I like Little John though, man. Like, what, I mean, what do you want me to do? You think Little John is the favorite of the uh, KKK? The reason, why, the reason why I say Little John is because Little John told me in the height of his career in the early 2000s, he would often get booked for like huge square dance events because. When we think of square dance, you think of these people doing all these like choreographed moves or whatever. But he goes, there was always a a, a, a 30 minute or an hour hip hop set that night. Or there was like, you know, when you go to a party in New York, a hip hop party, and there's like a 20, 30 minute reggae set. Yeah, of course. Because New York City has like so many Caribbean people so part in, in the fabric of New York hip hop scene. There's so many Caribbean people. You also do a, a reggae set. So like if you're in the South, yeah, it's a square dance event with boots and, and cowboy hats, but Little John is running the South at that time. And that's how little that's how Little John said he got cool with um those guys big and rich. Oh yeah. Because he was doing all these like country events. Oh my god. Speaking of which, by the way, at some point we got do you hear the new kid rock song? No. What is it? Is it for America? Yes, it's it's like it's so insane. It's him like fighting back. But like he he's oh, yo! Remember we? I wanted him on one app like ten years ago before he went crazy. You still wouldn't want him? 
I would, but I'd want to fight with him. You know, but that's but, what I'm saying. But like, would you would you still want Kanye? Yeah, I mean it's Kanye. So, but like that shit. What do you think about Kanye? You know, I just realized after. Yo, yo, did you hear he was on Drink Champs? <laughs> what do you think about him saying he wasn't actually a backpacker? Well, I didn't know he said that. You didn't hear that part? No. Oh, Billy, pull that up. He goes, oh, well, also, was it Morton Downey Jr.? Morton Downey Jr. There he did it. Morton Downey Jr. I remember Morton Downey Jr. He was smoking on set. Yeah, you remember they had that in D.C.? No, I saw it up here, I feel like. But he became a big thing, actually. He might. He was national, I think. Probably went national after a while. Um, Morton Downey Jr. was doing wild shit, man. Um, uh, uh, but, yeah, Kanye goes, wait, you heard that he disqualified. Yes. That was the precursor to the to the quality. Oh. He says, I want to apologize to the backpack community. I never really was a backpacker. I used y'all to get on because I'm a street dude. I never killed anybody, but I'm a street dude. What? And and I found a way to get in through the backpack shit. He goes, I never really thought Kwali could rhyme or something like that. Wow. And he goes, I know, I know dudes that are wearing baseball hats from 12 years ago are gonna get mad at this. And it's so foul because he. I saw him with Quali at um at a Chappelle show, the one that I took the picture with with Kanye. He was chilling with Quali. They were fucking rapping along to songs and shit. This guy's a fucking douche a lot. A lot. Ooh. Ooh. What? Look at my screen. Hold on. Oh, the Juan Epstein patch. That's classic. Who 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 sold this onto their army jacket? Let me know. Well, we only had like eight of them, so no one. Oh, okay. Well, I'll sew it on mine. It is classic though, that 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 joint. Man, that could go for like 10 grand right there. That's just classic. This is my NFT. This is my NFT. <laughs> that's a, by the way, that's a funny line, Sife. <laughs> to just start saying to people, this is my NFT. <laughs> Without any sort of explanation. Hey, Yo, I'm, I'm I know sorry, I, I know this is whack to do on the podcast. What's someone, the podcast? <laughs> someone what? Someone who annoys us. I'm not going to say who. Uh-huh. But someone who annoys us. I saw out the other day. What a fucking mess. Oh man! What do you mean? What do you mean a mess? I just mean it seems like a lot of the people who talk shit about us or don't show us the love that they should. When I see them, he's holding up a ticket now for on the reggae tip at Hammerstein. I don't see the 05. year. Oh five, September second, oh five. Oh five, yeah. Before I even got there. Um, yeah, what, I so they look like a mess. The drunkenness, really. Put in the it? chat, Sife. Oh, in the chat. I don't even know how to use a chat. Oh, really? Oh, cheese. Oh, Where? Cheese, Papa Cheese. Where was this? Friends oh. event. I, I, I was just like, yo, man. And you must think this all the time because you're sober, but I think it too as a formerly sober and someone who just doesn't get drunk like that. Like, you're not used to open bars yet? Like, you're no, still person, getting not happy. They're not happy, bro. 
it's 10 p.m. You're so fucking faded in public around cool people. I told my girl, I said, I said, I said, if I ever seem that way at a public event, oh, drag me out. Immediately say, like, yo, you seem drunk. We like, oh, no, you're not even like, like fake, you, like fake something wrong with you that you have to leave. You know what I mean? Like, right. Oh my God. My, my, my double period just blasted through my white shorts. We got to get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, because you're not drunk. People don't listen. Like I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk, but get me out of here. Man. I don't get drunk enough. If I was ever at that point of drunkness, I would be like, I, I have to imagine. I'd be like, Oh shit. Really? Okay. You're right. Yeah. I don't yeah. get like that. But gotta get out. Yeah, but that but, guy, listen, he's not a happy person, man. He's not a happy person. Yo, there's no man. way. There's no way. But but Saif, no not even just him. There's so many people in this industry who I see out that way. And I'm like, I, I'm like, damn, do y'all not realize that if you're if you're drinking in that way publicly? It's not enough for you to realize that something's going on because it's one thing if you're hiding it from people, right? You're able to be like, yeah, it happens on occasion and I annoy my family and they can tell. I barely know you. And that's all I know. Yeah. Practically. Yeah. Anyways, I I can't do this without telling you everyone who I'm talking about because it's just fucking annoying. Billy June, you have that skit? Skit is like the N-word to a comedian. Sorry, you have that yeah. sketch? Why are you guys like, why, what, hold on. What is the, what's the deal with people being, skit. yo, I saw someone that, the other day someone said on Twitter, I saw someone fighting about sketches, and the person who was dissing the sketch called it a skit. Yeah. So the person responded by being like, like, I should even respect your fucking opinion when you use the word skit, you yeah, fucking skit. piece of shit. I don't know, skit is like. Skit. Was that Tim Dillon? I don't know who that is. Oh, oh that shit was crazy. What's that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. One step at a time. I want to know what that is. Hey, Scythe, you know what we yo, should yo. do? Yo, 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 yo. We should take this boring bot podcast to Patreon. You want to you extend this? Whatever we're doing right now, if uh-huh. you're the kind of person who's still here listening, A, you're very, very sick and demented. Uh-huh. But B, now, now you got to pay for this shit. You wanna you wanna extend this what we were doing? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll get into more things for another hour or so. So. All right. We'll see you there. Thanks for right. thank thank you for supporting. Well, yeah, we love you. We really do. All right. Let's continue on this big episode here on Patreon. 